Athletics, a husband and wife podcast where one sports nut and one sports butt recap sports documentaries and the latest sports news. I'm Heather. And I'm Emerald John Lagasse III. <laughs> Bam! That was stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I, I, I was struggling for one today. I know. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Again. Sorry. Yeah. So... They, they don't care. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, welcome to Dumb Athletics. Uh, we're going to start with our weekly recap, which it's been a few weeks. It's been a couple weeks. Let, no. the, pe- let the people know what we've been up to. Um, We went to visit my family in Oregon for Thanksgiving. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. We hung out. We ate food. Yeah. Went shopping. Yep, it was Thanksgiving, and that's the best holiday ever, and <laughs> if you don't think so, let's fight. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> Someone's feeling spicy today. Sure. Um, yeah, shopping, and we went and got a Christmas tree, even though it was way too early. For my parents, we didn't get our own yet. Nope. Hashtag real tree. Hashtag December 1st is Christmas. <laughs> um, And then, I mean, just work for me. And you, anything else for you? No, I mean, we had our football banquet this evening, and it's the first one you've ever been to? No, I've been to a couple, but they're always like when I work, yes. No, I I remember that. We've been to a couple. But you almost cried, it was great. Definitely did not. He almost cried. Definitely did not. He was tearing up, he's saying, oh no. And that was you? No, it was not me. Um,. But, yeah, so the documentary for this week uh, is one that I've seen before, and you have kind of watched it. I think you, like, walked in while it it was on. Parts. Yeah, and it is Brian and the Boz. It's on ESPN. It's ESPN 30 30 for 30. 30. Um, It focuses on the life and career of one of college football's greatest players, Brian Bosworth. Yeah. And if you don't know who Brian Bosworth is, go watch it, because it's fun. Yeah, I did not know who he was. It's the Boz. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> um, so, Brian Bosworth, or the Boz, is his, like, alter ego, as <laughs> you come to find out. That people love him or hate him. Uh, he played linebacker for the University of Oklahoma, and people say that he is one of the biggest jerks of the NFL. <sighs> so, like, they kind of... How they kind of start and, like, go throughout the documentary is Brian and his son, Max, are going through stuff in a storage unit and just, like, looking through all this old boxes of, like, his memorabilia and stuff that his dad has saved. A lot of it was kind of stuff from his dad. Other stuff was, like, his stuff, like, from college There's, like, newspaper clippings, like, various awards and whatnot. All of his, like... um, like interest letters and stuff from colleges were all there's in there. There's a stack. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, but Bosworth, um, they kind of start going through his childhood stuff, and he starts talking about his dad. And his dad's name is Foster Bosworth, which that's a horrible name. First <laughs> off, sorry. Um, <laughs> he's dead. Is he? Um, oh yeah, he is. You know that in the documentary. I feel like. It is. Um. So um, he talks about how he saw Brian's ability and kind of pushed him like harder than he pushed other kids or any of his oh. other kids. And he always highlighted kind of what 
Brian did wrong, and like kept, they would they he, would say like after games he would be like super mean to him and be like you did this wrong and that wrong and that wrong and wouldn't highlight anything good yeah he said he kept his own stat book they had a bunch of them it was like (laughs) brian bosworth four tackles for and then like three carries for 14 yards something like that That and then so like anal retentive and then they would go over his mistakes like on the car in the car at home like and but he had high expectations, and they talked about how he would make him run laps after practice. Like he wasn't he just even had a coach. He just had a whole practice, and now you're making your kid run laps. Like that's a lot. But that kind of transferred into Brian, like going into high school, and he was very insecure in high school. He had a low self esteem, hated how he looked, and he described himself as quiet and awkward. And like the only way to combat that was to change on the field and go, as he said, full throttle. Um, which kind of helped get um, the coach of the University of Oklahoma, Barry Switzer, like interested in him. Um, he saw a tape of Brian and knew he needed him at Oklahoma and said if he practiced like he played, like we've got a special player. So like him going full throttle like really helped kind of highlight his abilities. Yeah, and so Bosworth got a bunch of recruitment letters, like I, like we said, like the oh, from there, there were like stacks, Harvard and stuff. Yeah, all over the place and from all over the country. But most, a lot of the ones he got were from Oklahoma. Like there was literally just like a big folder, like in a box of just the Oklahoma mm-hmm. ones. But he ended up committing to Texas A and M, um, which College Station was about three hours away from Irving, Texas, where he was where he was from yeah. and went to high school. Um, but he said they talked about one day and Barry Switzer's in the documentary, and he's like, "Yeah, I was wearing a big fur coat, and I walked into the high school, and I walked in the lunchroom." And I just started yelling, where's Boz? Where's Boz? I got to have Boz on my team. And everybody's like looking at him. And they like pointing at Brian. Brian's like, who the heck is this dude? Why is he screaming my name? And so he came up and he introduced himself to him. And there was like an instant connection between them. Like he, he loved him. And so he ended up changing his commitment to the University of Oklahoma. And this was kind of seen as like a declaration of independence from his dad. Um, once he crossed state lines, um, Oklahoma was his home, and he never went home to Texas. So while he was at Oklahoma, Switzer was kind of on thin ice as a head coach. They had multiple four loss seasons in a uh, row. So like before he oh, got before to he Oklahoma. got there, but like four, what is that? Like they lost four yeah, games, so, but that's not that many. Like no, in but retrospect, when, but when you're a big school, you're expected to go eleven and one, ten and two. So when you lose four games, it means you're not winning your league championship or you're not okay. winning your league and then you're losing to teams you probably should be beating, mm-hmm. which because you play three to four teams that are like really bad and then you beat the other teams. But I mean, your conference isn't normally like all stacked. Normally totally. there's a few teams that are kind of bad but that means four lost seasons mean that you're losing the teams you probably should be beating okay so that's why he was on thin ice so he kind of told brian when he brought him in he's like hey like i want you to be a leader on the team um keep in mind like he's literally a freshman he just started he just got to oklahoma and he's already like be a leader of the team you got this which adorable but what (laughs) 
Um, and Switzer kind of took on this male role model figure in Brian's life, like, way more than his dad. Like, he really looked up to and respected Coach Switzer a lot and really listened to him and just, he took on that role and, like, you could tell that they had, like, a really special bond. So, in Brian's first game, he had an interception, which kind of showed his quickness and, like, how big he was and strength throughout the 1984 season. And what they kept, like, reiterating, like, throughout the documentaries that, like, most white guys were slower and, like, not as athletic as he was. Yeah. So, they kind of fast forward about, I don't know, halfway through the season um, to the... They play University of Texas, um, which is called the Red River Red River Red River Red River Rivalry. <laughs> That's hard to say. Red River. Um, so they talk about how uh, Bosworth had lost a girlfriend to a Texas player. Um, he hates Texas. <laughs> um, he did an interview where he told the reporter that he hates Texas, hates Austin, hates Burnt Orange, and hates Fred Akers, who Fred Akers was the coach at Texas. Um, he okay. told him that he would never play for him in a million years. Um, and then his big quote that everybody seems to remember is, Burnt Orange makes me puke. <laughs> Burnt Orange makes me puke. So, I mean, that's the color of the Texas Longhorns. Like, that's the name that's of That's pretty Burnt iconic. Orange. And so, um, the, the they talk about how the boss was kind of born with that interview. <laughs> and so, the game was number two Oklahoma versus number one Texas. Um, Oklahoma should have won the game. Um, they are up 15 to 12 and one of the Oklahoma defensive guys intercepts the ball in the end zone. Um, but there at that time, there's no instant replay. And so, um, the refs kind of get together and there's refs from both schools at that point or both conferences. And so, um, cause they, you, it always had to be fair. So there had to is, be refs from both. Is that what they still do now? No, it's, they're all, um, like, like neutral. Yeah. And Doesn't so, it always seem like it, but sure. yeah, but the refs came together and said that he, a bunch of people said that he caught it. A bunch of them said that he bobbled it, but I guess the majority was that he bobbled it. And so mean? that it's moving in their arms, trying, still trying to catch it oh. when they stepped out of bounds that okay. they didn't have full possession of it. So even if it's like in your arms, but it's like moving, that's. Not considered having full possession? Correct. That's stupid. And so... You, it's um, in your arms. They ruled that it was still Texas ball. Texas then kicked the game tying field goal. And the game ended in a 15-15 tie. <laughs> Ties suck. Stupid. Um, so they talk about how the the tie fueled kind of uh, the Boz's fire. Later in the season, they played number one Nebraska. They won... Then the next game, they beat number three Oklahoma State, <laughs> and they won the Big Eight Conference Championship, twenty-four to fourteen. Um, then that year, they lost in the Orange Bowl to number four Washington, twenty-eight seventeen. Uh, that that year was Boz's freshman year. They were nine two and one, and they finished number six overall. Does that mean two ties or one tie? That's one tie. Okay. So it's nine wins, two losses, two losses and one. one tie. Okay. So the boss was kind of the creation of the modern athlete because they're like an entertainer, but like also just like an athlete with like a big personality. 
So he changed his hair into this really wild. I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's shaved kind of, it's kind of like blonde. a mullet because it's like shaved on the sides, but then it's, but it's not, not long in the back. It's kind of floofed up in the t- on the top, like it's kind of a Very mohawk. Eighties. It's like half mullet, half mohawk. Like something a it's professional a, wrestler would wear. It's a mohawk. No, <laughs> a mohawk. That sounds like an animal. Okay. And he would add like some crazy colors into it and whatever. And everybody, he'd... everybody loves seeing him take his helmet off on the sideline. Like that was the first thing he did was he'd make a big play and he'd take his helmet off running to the sideline. He'd wear these like big sunglasses too, and during just the some interviews wild and stuff, yeah. Um. So this kind of like became like the outside was matching, not necessarily his inside, but his inner boss. That's the that alter that alter ego. Um, everybody wanted pictures with him and autographs, and on this time, the NCAA ruling came down and allowed Georgia and Oklahoma the right to negotiate their own TV contracts. Yep. So, it was basically, like... <laughs> this is this part was super confusing to me. So, basically, like, schools pay... Or, not schools, the, um, leagues pay schools for, like... Or, not schools, the... TV stations and TV, like, um, whatever you call them, like the um, overhead people that... Conglomerates? Yeah. And so, like, they may pay $5 million or something to put 15 games on TV for the year. And so they pick and choose, this is going to be a big game, that should be on TV. This is going to be a big game, that's on TV. And so... The if the league had been doing it before, they they may have said like, hey, like we're gonna do five games this year, mm-hmm. but now that these schools can negotiate their own contracts because these schools are making so much money, that they can say, hey, uh, Oklahoma, hey, we want seven games on this year, and so they can pay a million dollars or whatever, and then it, I don't know how much it is. You're sitting Wait, there with no, your mouth open, I- but. I, I don't I'm know how much like it is. They can, money. yeah, they can pay their own way and get na- get on national TV for all these games. Dang. And that's kind of what it was. Was they had Bosworth? He made the game. He was a high profile player, so he made the team a must see team. And so they're paying. They're they're getting all this money from being watched, mm-hmm. and then they're paying the TV provider or whatever to put them on TV. Yeah, and he, so he, this new hair, new personality, and all this that he's taking his helmet off on the sideline—it's front and center on national television. Like everybody's watching. Like he's very much like a who's someone big that we like just talked about, like a Meta World piece. Uh, I know it's a different sport, but like keep with me, like a big personality. Oh, who was that guy that we just talked about? I have no idea. Not Johnny Manziel, but. Tony Hawk. No, before that. <laughs> I don't I don't Let know us know who about. the big personality person is that we were talking Christian about. Christian Leitner? Oh that yes, that's why that was not who I was I was thinking football. I I don't know. I don't remember. But like a big personality person that like draws everyone in. Like they're just like trying to figure out what's gonna happen next, what they're gonna say next. I might just be thinking of Brian Bosworth. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah, so the documentary kind of jumps to the 1986 Orange Bowl, which is the end of the 1985 season, 
because it's played on like January 3rd. Yeah. And so it's weird how that works because it's the 85-86 season, but it's the 86 Orange Bowl because it's mm-hmm. part of the 85 because it took place on January 3rd of 86. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kind of the Oklahoma stats from the 85-86 season, which is Boz's sophomore year. Um, Oklahoma went 11 and one, the one loss, they lost their starting quarterback for the season, um, went down with the injury and this freshman quarterback had to come in and play against a really good defense and they ended up losing that game. Reminder, what is Boz's, um, position? Plays linebacker. Linebacker. Defense. Defense. Yeah. D-line. Nope. No. Stands behind the D-line. What, what, what? The water boy played. That doesn't help me. It should. That does not help me what Bobby Boucher played because I just he does the things. It's a movie. So Oklahoma went eleven and one. They were Big Eight champions for a second year in a row, and then they ended up winning the Orange Bowl. They beat number one Penn State twenty one to ten, and they were crowned national champions that year. Um, they ended with a number one ranking. Only they got actual crowns for that. And then Bosworth won the Dick. Dick Buckkiss Award. That's I don't that. want to be rude. That's that's his name. That's his name. Yes, it is. He played for the Dub Bears. Um, what in like the forties with probably early early Mike Ditka. Yes, thank you. Um, oh my god, that was a brain fart. I think he did play with Ditka, but he... yeah, in like the twenties. No, that was not that early. <laughs> I know. Um, it was when football was invented. The Buckus Award is Sorry, given. Mike it is given to the who is recognized as the best linebacker in college football. Oh, so this is like a this so, wasn't just like a school award. This no, was like a, so there's there's like college there's football. like the Heisman Trophy, and then there's a bunch could of other ones. Have won the Heisman Trophy? He could, but normally it's not given to a defensive player. Ooh. Only one defensive player has ever won. Uh, the Heisman. Who was that? Charles Woodson. University, <laughs> University of Michigan. Um, <laughs> Why do you know that? Because I know that. Um, but basically, there's like, uh, it's kind of like where the Heisman's the number one overall everything. Okay. And then there's this, there's uh, like a certain award that's the best quarterback in college football. Oh, so then there's the best goes... running back in college football, best wide receiver in college football. So you have like the all around player, and Correct. then you have the position player. Correct, and they're all named after different people, like the Buckus Awards, because he was a very good linebacker. Do they have? Then there's the Johnny Walker Award, which is either running back or run or wide receiver. I don't know which one, but that's the best. Whatever position it is. Correct. And the Arnold Palmer Award. And the Bobby Boucher Award. No. And the Travis Kelsey Award. So, um, then after his sophomore uh, season, he he talks about... Uh, he met with an agent. Uh, nope, that's illegal. He met an agent. Because he <laughs> says meeting with an agent is illegal, but just meeting an agent isn't illegal. Yeah. So he meets an agent, Gary Wishard. Um, he Wishard wanted to make Boz a superstar, like mega star. Which is already to put kind him of becoming one. Commercials, movies, like he wanted to 
put him in everything. And he has charisma. Yeah, but it's exactly what Bosworth didn't need because he was already kind of getting too big for his own head. And oh, yeah. He was becoming this persona that nobody liked. And we'll post pictures of his hair on the gram. Yeah. And so um, then it kind of, the documentary kind of jumps again. They jump to Boz's junior year. Thank goodness they started jumping around because, like, it was getting really tiring, like, listening to the whole season for 30 minutes. So um, I think it's the second or third game of the year. Uh, It's number one Oklahoma at number two Miami. And so they talk about how this game solidified Bosworth as a legend. <laughs> um, he played very well, but they lost 28-16. to 16. Um, And that was the game that they talk about the crowd is chanting, bye-bye Bosworth. They're singing it at him. Because, That's so wild. Because they hate him. Why? Because he was a good player who knew he was good, you but kind of I... acted like a douche. I guess that's fair. I would do the same thing. So they talk about how that kind of made him like a villain to college football. Villain status. And so then later in the year, they go to Colorado and Colorado crowd starts throwing things on the field at the players. Keep in mind, these players are at most 22, maybe. Yeah, 21, 22 years old. At youngest, 18. They yeah. are still babies. And little so, um, but Bosworth ends up sacking the quarterback, and he kind of runs over towards their sideline and kind of aims it at their stands and just gives them the double bird and then turned around and runs back to his huddle. Honestly, and, fair. And that was not taken well by University of Oklahoma. And he <sighs> he, he says he gave him a... a what do you say? Oklahoma hello or something like something that? Something like that. Or Oklahoma salute or something. And they An did old Oklahoma or whatever. They they did not like it. And I so feel like that's fair for him to do. Yeah, and so then it goes into They were throwing shit at him. Then it goes into like Boz and the NCAA. Yeah. So the NCAA obviously did not like him. I feel like a lot of the people we cover the NCAA hates. Yep. <laughs> um they didn't like him because he was cursing, he was writing stuff on his shoes, he was taking his helmet off on the field, which, why would he do that in the first place? I mean, you're not supposed to, but, I mean, you can't see your face in the helmet. And you Everyone can't see the Everyone knows what number he is. But you can't see the hair is. in the helmet, so you make a Ugh. big play, you have to take your helmet off on the way off he the field. He should have had his helmet look like his hair. Like, like a helmet, like, shaped like his hair. No. Anyway, so Bosworth ends up failing a drug test before the Orange Bowl game that year. And he tested positive for steroids, which he admitted to using them, but said he got off of them in the summer when the coach told them all that they needed to stop taking them. Which apparently, when like a bunch of the team was taking them. Yeah, it was a thing in the 70s. When, in the 80s. In 70s, 80s, it was... It was well known that people were taking them, but then they were like, hey, season's about to start. They're probably going to test you sometime. Just stop taking them now. And they were like, all right, we're off. Yeah. Um, He used them to help speed up recovery from injuries. Um, But he texted, he texted, he tested again and tested negative. And so he kind of felt like he was the fall guy for the NCAA and the University of Oklahoma. I mean, they were coming down with like... Just, they they didn't like them. 
Because, they were, like, making an example of him. Yeah, so they kind of made an example of him. They said that he was going to be suspended for the Orange Bowl. And so Bosworth was like, fine, I'll accept my punishment. I'm banned from that game, like, playing in that game. Like, that's fine. And so Switzer told him, don't do anything that will embarrass the school. And he said, okay, you got it. And he, he definitely he, did not. Uh, so he went out as a captain before the game and, like, do the handshake and whatever they do with the captain stuff. Flip, toss the coin toss. Okay. That's what happens in a captain's... I, I don't know. I thought they chatted. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, And got sent back to the sideline. Because he wasn't an eligible player in the game, so he <sighs> couldn't be a captain. That's kind of dumb, but okay. So in the third quarter, he took off his jersey to reveal a t-shirt... The shirt had the acronym NCAA, and under it, it said National Communists Against Athletes. Welcome to Russia. And the shirt was shown. That's not something that'll embarrass your school. (laughs) The shirt was shown on um, national television. And at this point, (laughs) I'm sorry, I just looked at her notes. Um, (laughs) I have no idea what you're laughing at. It's his brain. To Brian. Where? Oh, it does say brain. Yeah. So <laughs> they say that the the boss like persona was controlling Brian at that point. You or, mean brain? Or brain. <laughs> so Brian completely regrets it. It's honestly kind of sad how he talks about a lot of this. Like you can tell that one, he's a really nice person, and two, like, he regrets a lot of what he did because he was a dumb kid. He was like, in a matter of ten seconds, I undid everything good. For what? A laugh? Tried to take focus away from the team because he wasn't in the spotlight, like, at all. And so, um, the game that he was banned for, banned from, um, number three Oklahoma ends up beating number nine Arkansas to win the Orange Bowl, and... They're Orange Bowl champions two years in a row, and they're Big Eight champions uh, three years in a row at that point. Dang. And so it's his junior year. They've won three champ- Big Eight championships in a row, two Orange Bowls in a row, have one national championship. Like, they're, I mean, he's on his way up. But that was, that wearing that shirt was kind of the beginning of the end for his college days. Yeah. He couldn't even face Switzer. Like, he knew he messed up, and he was... Told not to come back to Oklahoma for his senior year. Uh, the, and, the word everybody uses for that is dismissed from the team. Yeah. So his college fo- football career was officially over. I mean, he could have gone somewhere else, but at that point, he's no a huge persona. He's, I mean, he could pr- He's he, a liability. He definitely is, but he probably could have gone anywhere he wanted to. 100%, but also, again, liability. Yeah. So, he graduated early and entered the supplemental draft, which is not the normal draft, apparently. It is, it is not. Do, do you want to know what I the want supplemental draft explanation, is? I want an explanation. Explanation. <laughs> yeah, brain, I want an explanation. <laughs> so, the supplemental draft is a... It's a draft for people who have, like, off-the-field issues. What, and what, so, what do you mean, off the field issues? So, the the supplemental draft is between the normal draft and, like, the start of the season. Okay. And it was started in 1977. And so, only 46 players have been selected in the supplemental draft. Ever? It's ever. So, basically, it's a, like, auction system. <laughs> kind of. County auction. Funny. Um... <laughs> 
So what what it ta- or how it kind of works is, I mean, all these players they're either they either tried they didn't make the deadline to register for the NFL draft because you have to register for the NFL draft. Yes, you do. Does it cost money to register? I don't know. I don't think so. Sounds like college to me. Well, you have to, like, declare yourself eligible for the NFL draft. I didn't say it. I declared it. True. Um, (laughs) But the orts, people who have, like, according to all these, um, dropped out of college after two years, but you have to graduate to, you have to graduate to go to the NFL draft. Oh. Yeah. And so if you don't graduate, you can't go to the draft. That so that that you, used that used to be the rule. So if you didn't go to college, you couldn't go to the draft. You would have to go to the supplemental draft. Oh. And so um the all a lot of these suspended from team, dropped out of college, dropped out of college, declared uh ineligible, um declared ineligible, um academically ineligible. Um, Are there any other famous people that were drafted supplementally? Yeah, so there's, what, one, two, three, four, five. Was it five. Doug Flutie? No. There's okay. six pro bowlers. Bernie Kosar's never one of the of more well-known. Um, I, I don't really I've know. I've never heard of that co-star before. Uh, Josh Gordon. Um, he, got, he was dismissed from uh, Baylor for a failed marijuana test. Which is funny because Josh Gordon has been suspended for like years on end for failed marijuana tests in the NFL. Oh no! Um, but and then there's one Hall of Famer, Chris Carter, played for the um, Minnesota Vikings for a while with alongside Randy Moss. Um, I've heard of none of these people. Yeah, so Chris Carter's in the in the Hall of Fame, but he was suspended for um, signing with an agent. So it's people who have okay. issues. Um, so people that have issues outside of like yeah, one of the more well-known ones recently was Terrell Pryor. He went to Ohio State and he was suspended as part of an NCAA investigation into improper benefits. I I don't know why you're laughing. Um, <laughs> so um, that that was kind of one of the more well-known ones that was more recent. Um, but he declared for the um, supplemental draft. So how the supplemental draft works is. So all the teams that are um, below six wins, they're kind of randomized. And then all the teams that are above six wins but didn't make the playoffs, they're kind of the next group of teams and they're all randomized. Mm -hmm. And then all the playoff teams are all randomized. And basically, all these players kind of submit their name to the supplemental draft. And then a team will say, I want that person, but I want to take them in the fourth round of the supplemental draft. Uh, just look, hear me out. They say, I want to take them in the fourth round of the supplemental draft. If nobody else wants them, then they get them in the fourth round of the supplemental draft, but then they have to give up their next year's fourth round pick. Fourth round of the normal draft? Of the normal draft. So. Ooh, that's like a big gamble. But the thing is, you you want to, you're kind of gambling on them anyways because... Because they have off the field issues. Not so much that as you're going to say, I'm going to spend a fourth round pick on them. And then if somebody says, I want to take that dude in the third round, the guy in the third round gets him. 
So you got to kind of be smart with these picks and where you want to take them. So Bosworth was taken in, I want to say the third round, second round. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I mean, I feel like they wouldn't let him sit for long. No, first, really it was first round of the supplemental draft. I mean, he was a really good player, so it makes sense. Yeah, and so... So uh, someone gave up their first round draft pick? Uh, Seattle did. Oh, duh. Yeah. Spoiler! Yep, and so... He, um, he wanted to go to the Raiders. Yeah, because he liked their persona. Because they're a bad boy team, and, and he's he, a, he has the bad them. boy image. Um, and the Seattle Seahawks picked him in the supplemental draft, and he literally was like, why did you draft me? Trade me. I'm never playing for you. Yep. And he ends up negotiating with Seattle. Ten years, $11 million. Holy crap. Like, largest rookie contract at the time. And he said he lost Brian in this whole draft process, and he was just <laughs> the balls. And so then it kind of shifts to his NFL career, which was kind of lackluster to say anything about it. Um, they talk about kind of two big games. It's Boz versus Elway. So John Elway. What team did John Elway play for? Bears? No. Denver the Broncos. Eagles? Um, so uh, <laughs> I literally says Broncos. I can't read. So um, they had, so Bosworth calls out Elway, and then all these Bronco fans start buying shirts to say, no, Bozo, ban the Boz. (laughs) Kind of stupid, but. So dumb. But it's basically saying like, hey, we as a fan base hate Brian Bosworth. But what's funny is the t-shirts were created by Brian Bosworth's company. You know what? He's really smart, a smart businessman. Yeah, he made money off of his villain status. Like, That's I mean, pure genius. It is. And then his biggest known game is Bo Jackson versus Bosworth. Well, it, it's call back to episode one where we talked about this yeah, from the Bo Jackson side. Yeah, and so it's Bo Jackson, one the of the greatest NFL player of all time. Definitely not. Really? Definitely not. Well, he's the only one I know. Um, it's definitely Tom Brady. Um, so it's okay. It's Bo Jackson against uh, one of the best running backs against Brian Bosworth, one of college football's greatest linebackers, and Boz got ran over. <laughs> and he Bo drags him across the goal line as he's trying to tackle him. Because and then, if we remember, Bo's really big and really strong. And so he he told Boz, "Hey, next time have bus fare," because he basically <laughs> took him for a ride. That is just pure comedy gold. So his career started to decline. Um, He was told that he has, Boz has the shoulders of a 60-year-old man when he is literally, what, like 22, 23 years old. 23. So he ended up suffering a career-ending shoulder injury. Um, He said it was a single hit and the doctor said it was degenerative arthritis and they they disagreed boz said it was one hit that ended his ended his career and doctors were like no it was this (laughs) the injury happened the day after oklahoma played in the 1988 orange bowl which he should have been playing in that game as a senior and i mean it kind of sucks like he if he hadn't have worn the t-shirt he would have been there he definitely would have been there like he would have still been on that team and so he, he retired at age 23. Yep. 
So literally not that long of an NFL career. So he ended up writing an autobiography and it made it sound like Oklahoma was like pure anarchy and just so much shit was going on in the locker rooms. No one had any control over that. The team and the book pissed everyone off. And unfortunately, because of the allegations in the book, the NCAA started investigating Oklahoma for the violations and um, Coach Switzer felt betrayed by Brian, which must have really hurt because he really respected and like sought out he Brian. He saw him as like a kid. So like I wanted his kids. That that was really heartbreaking. And then like you are also in the documentary seeing Brian talking about it, and you can tell he's like really my bad, like <laughs> bent out of shape about it. Um. Yeah, and so then, like, it kind of cuts back to, like, away from the whole story, and uh, him and his son are still kind of finishing looking through the boxes, and um, he starts telling his kid about how there's more to life than newspaper clippings, and he wished he had made his dad proud, which they talked about, that kind of, he signed signed to a college, play college football, and his dad was like, nah, like, you're you're going to University of Oklahoma, like... I don't know why you do that. And then he played at Oklahoma and he was a good college football player, but it never seemed to make his dad happy. But then when he took the picture with the Seattle Seahawks with his 10 year, $11 million contract, his dad was all smiley. Yeah. And then you also see the stuff that like his dad saved was like newspaper clippings from all of his games and all this stuff. Cause like the stuff in the storage unit, a lot of it was stuff that his dad kept. Nope. Like, the crazy merch and everything. So, um, in the end, like, he only played 24 NFL games. Which is less than two seasons. (laughs) Um, He ended up becoming an actor, kind of like a B-movie actor. Like, he's in some really weird, like, not famous action movies. Yeah, there's the one, like, biker movie or something. Yeah, it looked really weird. They showed some clips. He does a a lot of the... um, the like college football game day like commercials now with like Acura or who, who Nissan or whoever's doing the Heisman yeah. House and all that like he does a lot of those now like he's kind of become like a uh, he 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 kind of like jokes about himself a lot and... which I feel like that's all he can do yeah like so he lived with a lot of resentment and battled depression but he kind of changed after his dad died. He ended up apologizing to everyone he hurt and is now accepted back to Oklahoma for various football events. And they showed him at the end of the documentary walking through the parking lot before and before a game, like interacting with fans, taking pictures, joking around with them, and then walking out on the field with his family. And then in 2015, he was inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Woohoo! I mean, makes sense. He was really good. But that's kind of... That's the boss. That's the boss. Which, I mean, so I will say we didn't really get into it, but some of, like, the merch that they had for him was so weird. Yeah, like, like there the, was, like, a plastic hair helmet that you could wear. Not a helmet. It was, like, rubber. It was hair. Yeah. That had all kinds of colors down the side. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a, it was a plastic mohawk. It was... Or a rubber mohawk. 
What was funky. called earlier? Mo rock. No, no. it's a mullet. A moron. A mullet mohawk. A, a mohawk. No. But yeah, they had that, and uh, he found the the NCAA shirt, and his kid was like, "Oh, I want to wear that to school," and he's like, "Please don't. Like, it's not." He's Wait. like, "This was from a bad point in my life. Like, please don't like." And he was like, yeah, I get it. Probably not wear it to school. Like, his kid was honestly probably, I think, like, 15 or 16 at the time. And so, of course, you think that that's pretty, like, badass and cool. Yeah, and so, but, yeah, a lot of the merch stuff and, like, uh, one of the guys that he was taking pictures with or when, like, at the end. He was wearing the burnt orange makes me puke shirt. And then it had a little dash and then like said by Brian Bosworth like. It was really cute. That's hilarious. He thought it was funny. Yeah. So that that's Brian and the boss. What'd you what'd you think of the boss? I his character hilarious at times. Brian as a person seems very sweet and I just wanted to give him a hug like half of the time. I just felt bad because he's like, I really regret everything that I said and I did. I feel like a terrible person. It's like, buddy, don't feel terrible. I just wanted to give him a hug and I mean, it seems like he went to therapy, so good for him. Poor guy. Um, Yeah, I like Brian Bosworth. He's Yeah, he's like right up your alley. Pretty much. I mean, uh, Christian Leitner, Brian Bosworth. Yep. I can't think of anyone else you like. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to a few more. Oh, and, no. Yeah. Um, so, instead of Sports Minute today, we're going to try something new. Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift Minute? Jesus, no. Um, That's my so, favorite kind of minute. Oh, no. I'll, Is it going to be quizzing? Um, so, new segment. <gasps> time for... Oh, no. Not trivia. Trivia. Is this specific to So, people? today's topic, famous athlete nicknames. Oh, I'm going to do terrible at this. Uh, maybe not so much. You you might know a few. So, okay. let's see how many... There are 15 nicknames on here. So, we'll count and see how many you get right. Okay. Alright? So, number one, King. Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. Oh for 1. Round mound of rebound. Round mount of rebound. That would be basketball. That would be Charles Barkley. That is correct. What? You are one for two. Black Mamba. Oh, that is Kobe Bryant. Correct. You are two for three. Go me. Sultan of Swat. Oh, that's easy. That's Babe Ruth. <laughs> three or four. Say a lot. Don't let me down. The Hick from French Lick or Larry Legend? Is that Larry Bird? That is Larry Bird. It's the Larry that got me. I would not have gotten that from the beginning <laughs> of that. I, I, uh, Where I would... is French Lick? I don't know. Uh, Let us know. Hashtag SportsButt. I'm sure you can look it up. Uh, four or five. Joe Cool. Joe Montana. We... Yes, it is. <gasps> so glad I didn't say DiMaggio. Four or five or six. <laughs> Big Daddy Diesel. Who the hell? Vin Diesel. No. Wait, was, did the he not athletes. also do a sport? Athletes. Did nope. Vin, was Vin Diesel not a wrestler? Uh, no, Vin Diesel was nothing. I, maybe oh he God. played like college football, maybe, but I have no idea. Um, Diesel. Big Daddy uh, Diesel. Ichiro. What? I don't know. That is Shaq. Oh. <laughs> Five my, of seven. My dad always called him the dairy cow. Yep. They answer. Wait a minute. Wait. That was the guy I was thinking of. What's his name? Come on. I don't remember. 
Allen Iverson. Oh my goodness. Uh, you are five of eight. His airness or air. Oh, that's Michael Jordan. All right. The refrigerator. Oh no. I forgot his name too. He was on the Bears. He was on the Bears. And his name was. I don't remember his name. William Perry. That's why they called him the fridge. Yeah, I wouldn't have called him William Perry yep. either. Alright. Sweetness. Oh my gosh. I've heard this one. You have. It's the guy from from, from Malice of the Palace. Definitely not. Oh no. <laughs> that is Walter Payton, also on the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> That we just did. He played running think, back. I was thinking about what's his face. No, he was the running back. Oh no. Um, prime time. Oh no. Is this also on the Bears? It is not. No. So it's on Mouse of the Palace. This is not one we've done. Oh well, I, no. I've talked about him a few times. That's but not helpful. You talk about a lot of sport people. No, I've talked about him a few times on the podcast. You talk about a lot of sport people. I do, but it um, hasn't. He hasn't been part of anything. But I've talked about him during time. Sport Minute. Who the hell is Prime Time? That is Deion Sanders. Oh, I don't care about the great the one. The great one is that also Babe Ruth. Definitely not. Oh. I'll give you a hint. Hockey. I don't know hockey player names. Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Oh shoot. Magic. Oh, Magic Johnson. Correct. What's his real name? Irvin. Oh, yeah, I'd be called Magic, too. Sorry. Number 15. Juice. Juice. Oh, OJ. That is OJ Simpson. Oh, is he really a sports person, or is yes. he just a killer? I think, he went, I think he went 10 for 15, which isn't bad. Yeah, I mean, some of them were obvious, and some of them... And some of them, I, I, I knew I had to call back to previous ones. That's why I did the and answer. And then I definitely did not get those. The fridge. and Yeah, you did. I didn't get the answer oh. or the fridge or sweetness. Yeah, you did not. But I did get the Sultan of Swat. What about the Colossus of Cloud? Also, who is number one then, Heather? Michael Jackson. King? King... LeBron, num- LeBron James. Correct. King James. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm in the... <laughs> <laughs> Number one, King. Like... Kobe Bryant. No. Well, to be fair... <laughs> nope. He is a king. Nope. So, that's kind of it for today's podcast. Um, I'm, You're yeah. going to do your whole thing on my, there. My end credits? Yeah. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at DumbAthleticsPod. And Twitter or X, we I call it Twitter. I don't call it X because ugh. Um, X at Dumb Athletics Pod. That's just D U M because D U M B was taken. Yeah, you can stop saying that. No, um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, shout out to Spotify for coming out with Wrapped this week, and we saw a little bit of the people that listen to us, and we were in. Like some people's like number one podcast, so woo! Yeah, it's because other people go us. Those people don't listen to podcasts. Thank you for ours. listening. Um, make sure to drop a review and subscribe, and you can always use the hashtag Dumb Athletics Pod, and you can even use hashtag Team Sports Nut or hashtag Team Sports Butt, depending on which team you're on. Um, thank you. 
Thanks for listening. See you next time. Hear you next time. You, I won't hear you. We won't hear you. You'll hear us next time. Correct. Okay. Bye. See ya. And butts. <laughs> Thank you.